Bienvenida mi gente, ¿cómo están? How is everybody out there? Thank you guys once again for tuning in to another episode of the Toma Todito Show. And I want to jump right into today's episode and talk about the current state of the heavyweight, of boxing's heavyweight division. It's pretty much wide open, but between uh, two fighters right now is where the dispute's at as to who is the heavyweight champion of the world or the recognized heavyweight champion of the world. Those two fighters that I'm referring to are Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. Uh, both of them have They're split down the middle as far as titles. Uh, Anthony Joshua having one extra title than Tyson Fury. Anthony Joshua currently sits uh, with the super champion or as the super champion in the WBA. And of course, as, as we were talking in the, in the lightweight division uh, a few episodes back with Teofimo Lopez and, and other divisions, the WBA has a super champion. They have a regular champion. They have an interim champion. And... Um, Not much, not much that I could tell you about uh, Mahmoud Char, who's a regular champion in the WBA. He sits with a 31 and 4. Not too familiar with him uh, as of yet, but he has a WBA regular champion, uh, the regular champion title. Anthony Joshua is a super champion, and uh, at, at that division, there's Trevor Bryan, who's an interim champion. He's out of the United States, uh, undefeated, 20 and 0, 14 knockouts. So, see, these records seem fairly good. Obviously, we have to start looking and, and diving a little deeper into seeing uh, what their opposition has been like today and uh, and how close are they to start facing the uh, the top names and uh, and the ranked the top ranked fighters in in that division. So as of now, we got the WBA uh, recognizing Anthony Joshua as the super champion. The IBF also recognizes Anthony Joshua as their organization's champion, as does the WBO. Uh, for the WBC, Tyson Fury is their champion, and the Ring Magazine Lineal uh, Heavyweight Championship title, Tyson Fury has it around his shoulder, or over his shoulder. He took that from Deontay Wilder. Now, if you have that title, regardless of what division uh, you find yourself in, the man to beat is the one who carries the Ring Magazine title, at least Uh, by popularity, uh, by by common vote or common acknowledgement is whoever the man is at that division is usually the ring magazine. And it, it's it's been deemed that way because of its historic status and, uh, and the historic meaning behind that title. Uh, Tyson Fury has the ring magazine title. He has the WBC title. Anthony Joshua has the other three. It's going to be interesting, right? Now, In the WBC, Tyson Fury having that title, the interim champion in the WBC is Alexander Povetkin. Alexander Povetkin coming off of a victory um, after defeating Dylan White earlier this year. Dylan White's another big name in that division with two losses only. Uh, big heavyweight, strong power on his behalf. He lost to Alexander Povetkin. And uh, and let's, let, let's see if we could uh, break this down because... One of the reasons I wanted to talk about this division is the the excitement is back. It's it's exciting again to to watch heavyweight boxing. It's uh there's drama, the storylines are there, the hype is there, the noise, uh the crowds are interested again. They're selling out arenas for the last few years. If you if you recall, Anthony Joshua 
and Vladimir Klitschko sold out uh, their arena with a hundred and thousand, a hundred and thousand, sorry, a hundred thousand uh, in attendance that night at the Wembley Stadium. Insane attendance for a heavyweight division. The excitement is back and dating back to the 2010s. Pretty split, right? There wasn't much noise going on. The 2000s to 2010s, or the 2000s as we would list it, uh, it was okay. You had the Klitschko's pretty much running the show. Lennox Lewis uh, going out of the picture early um, early in the 2000s. Uh, Lennox Lewis leaving a stamp mostly throughout the 90s, but very blue-collar type fighter, very quiet, not a big talker, wasn't big into engaging. He kind of changed the format from... Uh, people promoting themselves by talking and the showmanship and so forth. Lennox Lewis was just uh, a good champion, a people's champion, just showed up to work, showed up to fight, did what he had to do, and got in the ring and, and showed his excellence, right? Legendary fighter. Now, this type of hype that I'm talking to you about hasn't existed since dating back to the mid to late 80s and the early to mid 90s where you had Tyson at his peak George Foreman making a comeback in 1987 if I remember correctly and you had Michael Moore climbing up the ranks Evander Holyfield jumping from cruiserweight up to heavyweight um, Buster Douglas upsetting Mike Tyson you had Riddick Bowe you had Frank Wells Botha um, wow it was just it was just the storylines were there, the hype was there, Don King doing his best at promoting these fights, and all the attention was going to the heavyweight division. Tyson gets incarcerated at his peak, ends up coming out, and then it's like, who's he going to take on? Tommy Morrison, right, who who was listed as the great white hype and was featured on a, on a Rocky movie, Rocky V, if I remember correctly. And Butterbean was starting to make a splash doing his... Uh, his uh, tough man contest, right? Where it was just like blue collar boxing. Uh, anybody steps in the ring and challenges and Butterbean was a knockout artist. And that was uh, mid nineties. Uh, it, it was just insane, right? George Foreman was on a tear at that time. And uh, Ray Mercer with the power back then as well. So not since that era in my lifetime have I experienced uh, hype around the heavyweight division. Uh, until recently, and uh, and as of recent, I'm talking maybe about 2017 and uh, and to today, maybe 2016, if that. It's been setting itself up fairly well. Uh, here, this is what I want to talk about right now. As far as who's the deciding factor in the heavyweight division, who's the top dog in the heavyweight division right now, has a lot to do with the coming months, and uh, and we're gonna learn a lot about this heavyweight division in the coming weeks and the coming months. You have two big fights that were scheduled um, this upcoming December 12th. Anthony Joshua is one, and Anthony Joshua is going to be fighting Kubra Pulev. Uh, Pulev also sits with one defeat. Now, Kubra Pulev uh, is, is one of the top dogs at heavyweight division right now. Anthony Joshua also has his one defeat at, that came at the hands of Andy Ruiz in 2019. So they're going to face off each other. They're going to face off against each other uh, this upcoming December 12th uh, in London. That same night, there was another fight with two top dogs in the heavyweight division who maybe I would tell you like the A, the A side fighters in the heavyweight division. Before I touch on that fight, the A side fighters, in my opinion, uh, are going to be Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. 
and then we go to the second row of heavyweight fighters and i would i would list joseph parker i would list kubra pulev i would uh, i would place in that list um alexander Povetkin, andy ruiz then the third row i would have dylan white you have derek chisora who's constantly lingering around the heavyweight division has approximately 10 defeats if i remember correctly last i i saw his record but yet he's game he gets into these big fights he has two losses to tyson fury he's lost twice to dylan white um he just lost to alexander Usyk, and alexander Usyk, i'm going to place in that or alexander Usyk, i'm going to place him in in that third row but quickly climbing up to the second row and will by no no shadow of a doubt in my opinion be in in the top fighters in the heavyweight division and, and the force to be reckoned with fairly soon he just defeated Derek Chisora he's moving up and he's kind of taking the path of Evander Holyfield he just moved up from cruiserweight he was the man at cruiserweight he was it he cleaned out the division now he's taking on all comers and there he is he just beat Derek Chisora uh He's he's had two or three heavyweight fights now, and uh, and he's quickly climbing the ranks, and he's gonna be the who's who or one of the uh, the names to recognize in the heavyweight division. So, Dylan White, who else who else comes to mind? Uh, Derek Chisora is there. Uh, Chris Ariola is kind of on the on the exit side of his career, but it looks like he climbed himself into a fight with Andy Ruiz. At least the reports that I saw uh, in the last couple months. Uh, I, I don't know if the fight's going to materialize. Andy Ruiz, as you know, has uh, has been on the up and downs with, with his training, with his weight, and so forth. But as of recent, I believe uh, as of September, he actually joined Canelo Alvarez's team. And he's he's training now with Eddie Reynoso and, and that crew out there. An awesome stable of fighters that Canelo has put together, Eddie Reynoso and that team. Because they got Oscar Valdez. Uh, they got... Uh, El Panterita Neri, who's another awesome fighter, wild, wild child, right? A wild personality to, to to tame and to control. And Eddie Reynoso will say it in his interviews where he's like, "It's we we're we have our work cut out for us trying to tame him." Um, and then Canelo himself, Ryan Garcia's in that team now. Uh, I believe they they have um, El Rey uh, uh, Julio Cesar Martinez, who who's also a young champion. And uh, so you name it, Andy Ruiz is surrounded by a lot of quality, quality boxers, quality talent. And and what else than having Eddie, Eddie Reynoso, who has come up to be one of the uh, elite boxing trainers and boxing minds uh, in the sport today. Andy Ruiz, I think, is going to be fine in the coming months. Deontay Wilder is the one that's worrying me a little bit. Deontay Wilder... Um, with his with his allegations that he's come out since the uh, the loss to Tyson Fury, uh, Deontay Wilder has made several allegations that his water was poisoned by by his uh, his cornerman Mark Brayland, one of his trainers. Uh, then he came out and said that there was a what what they're calling now glove gate, and uh, and Tyson Fury has also come out to defend himself. A lot of reports, a lot of media uh, going on about this. A lot of back and forth going on about glove gate whether the gloves were tampered with and there was an egg weight, uh, an egg, egg-shaped weight in the gloves, uh, whether 
Tyson Fury was not fitting his gloves properly, therefore causing gashes and scratches inside of Deontay Wilder's ear, hence the bleeding that we saw during the rematch, uh, the egg-shaped weight and uh, in, in the claim that that weight was installed in, the, in Tyson Fury's gloves or hidden in the gloves within the gloves, um, Deontay Wilder is making the claim that he ended up getting um, uh, his face damaged, his head damaged in the shape of such weights. Uh, the vest walking out of the, the 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 costumes that he's accustomed to wearing the masks and the showmanship that he comes out to each and every fight apparently the vest which is a 20 or 40 pound weight vest that he walked out to the ring with uh, ended up being a factor in 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 his performance that night and uh, or playing a factor playing a role in why he performed in, in the way that he did in that rematch fight so there's been a lot of um, speculation, a lot of claims being made on, on behalf of Deontay Wilder. Uh, none of it has been proven yet, and of course people have jumped all over him, right? That making claims and pointing the finger and that he's washed up, he should retire, he should this, he should that, making excuses and what a sore loser. This And, and you, you feel bad for Deontay Wilder. We don't know how this story is going to end. Uh, we don't know if he has any evidence to prove these claims or to back these claims, but that's where the Deontay Wilder uh, story is at. Uh, as far as him getting back to boxing, if he's able to put to get past this stuff, get past all this noise, all this cloud, all this smoke that, that that's in front of him at the moment, and he gets back to just boxing and just business, he's gonna be a uh, uh, force to be reckoned with, absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. And I have no reason to not believe that he would be uh, a live dog against Tyson Fury and be being able to beat him. Why not? Why not? He knocked him. He knocked him down. Knocked him basically out. Right to where that first fight that was called a draw, people were claiming that the count took too long. The referees count that is that they gave him extra time to get up. That blah blah blah. Right. So there was a lot of stuff. Hence why the rematch took place, right? And again, we get drama on that second fight. So that adds excitement. We still have yet to see Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua. We have yet to see Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. So there's a lot of live dogs right there. And the division is wide open right now. For But we're just, it's wide open, but we're a few fights away, in my opinion, a few fights away from having that undisputed, recognized, champion and the the man to beat at the heavyweight division that's the exciting part about it another name that just popped in my head was uh, Luis Ortiz King Kong right Luis Ortiz has two defeats both of them at the hands of Deontay Wilder and he could give trouble to just about anybody in that division Andy Ruiz is going to be coming back uh, another fighter that I was going to get to and I ended up uh, getting lost in this uh, in this last point that the fight that I was referring to that's going to take place on December 12th uh, in New Zealand is the the card that they've been billing as the biggest grudge match in New Zealand's fight history and that was going to be between um, between what was his name uh, it's Joseph Parker and his last name is Fa his opponent who is a 19 and 0 fighter uh let me see if i could get you let me get that that name here correctly because it just get my mind as i'm talking to you 
and the fight ended up getting canceled as of recent because he ended up his blood test ended up coming up he ended up having some type of, uh, of deficiency in his blood and uh, and now he's going to be uh, submitted to Junior Fa. That's why I couldn't think I was going to call him Joseph Fa. Junior Fa versus Joseph Parker, which was scheduled in New Zealand uh, to take place December 12th. And uh, and you have, he, his something came back irregular with his blood test. And that ended up causing him to pull out of the fight. The fight looks like it's being worked for uh, to be put back together in March, but this this blood test, the abnormalities that they ended up discovering in his in his blood test, is gonna actually um, put Joseph or, or um, sorry Junior Fa under under the knife. He's gonna have surgery. They haven't disclosed as to what type of surgery, what type of a uh, what type of problems he's having, but it's gonna sideline him for approximately four weeks, and that's gonna push the fight well into. Uh, the early uh, later stages of the first quarter of 2021, if not the middle of the year. Uh, so as of right now, the most recent news is that they're trying to reschedule this fight for March of 2021. Junior Fa, big body, taller than Joseph Parker, undefeated fighter, and it was it was being billed as as an awesome grudge match uh, of New Zealand fighters. Um, we're gonna have to wait. But that's exactly what I'm getting at, that there's so many live dogs in the heavyweight division, not just at the top, but guys that are climbing up the ranks and they're right there. They're right there to willing to take on the fights and take the throne. Uh, one name that I can't mention, I wish, well, I'm going to mention him, but I can't add to these lists is uh, Big Baby Miller, Jarrell Miller, uh, fighter out of New York, uh, ends up testing uh, positive for PEDs. Uh, twice before his big fight with Anthony Joshua and then earlier this year he was going to have another comeback fight ended up switching promotions and uh, and can't seem to get his stuff straight he's an undefeated fighter a big body big puncher with a kickboxing career and he can't seem to get his his act straight he would be a force to be reckoned with within these top two uh rows of fighters that i've been listing right he could be in the a a list fighters or he could be in the b list fighters just one fight away or one tweak away from from getting up in the top ranks and the top echelon of the fighters uh, he's right there yeah he can't get his act straight with whatever it is that he's taking uh, he just can't seem to clean up his act and again he ended up testing positive and failing a test for peds and now he's in the middle of a suspension and it's almost like the career that never that never developed or the, uh, the amazing career that could have been and and wasn't. So who knows if he's going to come back to boxing and how he's going to come back to the heavyweight division. Um, we wish the best to him, but keep an eye out for this fight. Anthony Joshua, Kubrat Pulev fighting December 12th. That's going to be a huge fight. The Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury uh, trilogy fight obviously ended up um, going under it ended up getting scrapped so now we're waiting on that we're waiting on news from andy ruiz he may be fighting in december but we're not positive yet uh the fight that i had heard of was andy ruiz against chris uh Ariola, the nightmare and um it, that would be an awesome fight right that would be an awesome fight for latinos for mexican fans although chris Ariola is on the downside of his career uh he's still a game fighter and uh 
and it would be a fun fight to see Chris Ariola against Andy Ruiz. Two big fighters, two big punchers. Both of them like to go forward. Uh, Andy Ruiz with the better boxing, obviously, with the better boxing IQ, and uh, and and the better, um, the more athletic of the two. Uh, so, so I would see Andy Ruiz taking that fight, but however long that fight lasts, it's going to be a fun one to watch. So with that said, thank you guys very, very much for tuning in. Keep your eyes open. Stay tuned to this heavyweight division. Don't blink uh, because it's going to get more interesting come 2021 and we're bound to see some amazing, amazing fights uh, in the near future. And, uh, and hopefully, I really think in my opinion, we're maybe two fights away from figuring out who the man is and who's going to be running the show at the at the heavyweight division in boxing. So thank you guys very much for tuning in to another episode of the Toma Tolito Show. I can't wait to talk to you guys uh, again in, in an upcoming episode. And uh, take care of yourselves. Stay safe out there. and uh, And we'll talk soon. Take care. Bye.